0: Justice has been served. Justice was fucking served. Shout out to Johnny Depp. I ain't even really, like, fuck with Pirates of the Caribbean like that. I felt like I had to back when I was, like, in middle school and everything, just because, like, everybody else was, but them shits were just way too long. I was confused on, like, the historical accuracy and everything. Took me a while to realize that uh, it was fiction. Uh, It just, uh, it it didn't really move me, but... I am happy that Johnny Depp finally got his just due. I don't even really remember all of this stuff that came out. I guess apparently he was blackballed and canceled by Disney and everything. This was all like really news to me. I guess it happened in 2016. But I mean, I never really gave a fuck about Johnny Depp. So I didn't really care too much. But as this case started to unfold and facts are started to be presented and everything. I was like, oh, wow, this is this is actually huge. This is major. I saw somebody say that, um. Uh, this is like the O.J. case, or I I forget what it was that they said, but I was like uh, Johnny Depp is the O.J. for men, because, they, uh, man, no one likes a liar, man. No one likes a liar, and in this new world that we live in, of believing all women, and I understand why it started and where it came from, but it turned into something. That it, it it turned into something that it should have never been, and that's like you know, high key the problem with feminism. They operate under the guise of equality, but they really want superiority. Um, gosh, I'm just I'm 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 happy for him. I'm, I'm really I'm happy for him. Um, and I'm don't want to minimize, but this is what happens whenever you know women lie because this is like you know, it it kind of makes a lot of things skeptical and 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 if if you question things then you know you're a misogynist uh you're you know standing with the patriarchy uh like all those things but sometimes these bitches be lying man they even had her on tape saying go ahead tell them johnny nobody's gonna believe you i'm like bro what is up with this trick i mean believe it or not people men can be victims Men can be victims of domestic violence of uh what what, what they call it what they call it or emotional harassment or what, what what's what's it called I, verbal harassment whatever the fuck men definitely uh live in fucking verbal harassment because I mean you can't if you say anything then they just you know say something even worse and women like they they love to cut you all the way they love to cut you all the way to your fucking core all the way like women will say some shit to you that like <laughs> Men have to operate in self-control at all times. This is why uh women love to say, like, oh, well, like show your emotions, open up to me. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, that that don't that's not always gonna end the way that you think it's gonna end. It's not gonna be this fucking let's sit down and get to know each other and all that spiritual shit. Like, you might learn some shit about yourself. Like, you know what? Like, I hate when you do this, this, and this. And like, you know what, you kind of a fucking bitch. But if we say these things, then, you know, we're the bad guy and, you know, all that shit. Um, I am very interested with the results of this case because of um, how I think this could play out for Tory Lanez. Um, (laughs) Not looking good for Megan thus far. Not looking good. And once this case wraps up, because, I mean, she's been running around trying to control the narrative, but the actual facts of the case have been very favorable to Tory. And um, assuming that, you know, justice is served for Tory. Um, He could be looking at a you know, decent uh defamation case himself. And uh, I certainly hope that he goes for that. So those are just a little initial thoughts of this whole Amber thing. I'm not going to go deep into that. This podcast is uh this episode is dedicated to the NBA finals. Um, I haven't spoken much about the actual finals yet because it was too, so far away at the time. But the day is finally here and I don't want to waste too much time because I think I'm going to do reaction pods right after the games i think i'll be doing like you know after every game i might just do a little little breakdown i'm like you know fuck a stephen a smith jalen rose y'all got me i'm gonna tell you what they scared to say and what they not gonna say anyway uh i'm gonna tell y'all right now this is for the record um i want this on the record and i want you to go back to this when this is all said and done right or wrong I think I'll be right, though, but right or wrong. I want you to go back to this. I said this before they tipped off game one of the NBA finals. June 2nd. The Warriors are going to win in six. I'm going to tell you exactly how they're going to win in six. They're going to win game one. They're going to win game two. They're going to go to Boston. They're going to lose both games in Boston. They're going to come back to Golden State or Oakland or my fault San Francisco. They're going to win Game Five. They're going to go to Boston, June sixteenth, and they are going to win the NBA championship in Boston. Set it in stone. Well, I guess you should write it in pencil, but it's written in pen for me. This is fact, and you can go ahead and win this. You know, if this doesn't happen, go ahead and refer this, and you know, shove it in my face, rub my nose in it. But let's just say I happen to be spot on on the money right I will hey look I need acknowledgement if I got it and tell me I got it then that's all I'm gonna say that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying and you know I, I've been very very confident that the Warriors are gonna win this championship for a multitude of reasons Um there's basketball related re- reasons and then there's you know other reasons that y'all wouldn't believe so I mean I, it it sucks that I just have to do it in hindsight Um but I I have all the reasons as to why this is going to happen but a lot of people aren't ready for that red pill but I will say one thing one very 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 big thing one very big clue and again if I'm wrong on this go ahead and rub it in my face rub it in my face if the Celtics win this championship but one reason one reason along with many other things that I'll share you know in due time hopefully one reason why I believe that it's been foretold that the Warriors are going to win this championship is because it is the 75th season. Now, I don't understand how they decided that this was the 75th season because I'm pretty sure it's actually the 76th. But the NBA is recognizing this season as the 75th season. So 75, 75, 75. 75 keep 75 in your mind 75 75 you're gonna see a lot of 75 in the next couple of days and i just want you to pay attention to where you're seeing these 75s and then also think back during the regular season if you saw this same 75 yeah we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it later anyway um there's a lot of talk about steph needing finals mvp uh, I mean, if you think Steph Curry needs a finals MVP, then, I mean, you're just not somebody that I, I, I want to talk to. I mean, I mean, it would definitely be nice. He definitely got robbed of it in 2015. Um, I have my own thoughts and opinions of 2017 and 18. Uh, I just don't. I, I mean, did Kevin Durant's numbers warranted? Sure, absolutely. But I just like they say, oh, you take yourself out of the MVP of the regular season MVP conversation when you team up with all these stars or whatever the fuck, yada, yada, yada. I mean, I, I I just don't understand how that logic doesn't really apply. Like Kev, Steph Curry gets crucified in the media for coming up short in the 2016 finals while completely absolving Kevin Durant of doing the exact same thing and not even making the finals that year. I remember in 2016 I was I was I was hurt. I was upset. I was like, damn, I really wanted to see, I wanted to see history. I wanted to to see the 73 and nine team completed win the championship and be forever known as the greatest team of all time. And I remember after that game four, when they went down three, one in Oklahoma city, I was like, Holy shit. As a matter of fact, me and Alan did a podcast back in 2016, um, somewhere on SoundCloud. I might, I might try to, I might try to find that for y'all. I might see if I can add that to the feed. Uh, some nice little throwback episode. um, but yeah, Kevin Durant came up short as fuck, and I, I had the numbers in front of me uh, not too long ago because I was having this discussion with somebody, but uh, he didn't he didn't do too well. Go ahead and look at those numbers. They, they nah, they, they they weren't it. They weren't it. And as far as I know, he wasn't dealing with an injury at that time, whereas Steph was dealing with an MCL sprain. But, you know, nobody cares about those. No, no, nobody, nobody cares about that. I mean, Andrew Bogie got hurt. Um, Andre Godala was hurt. Um, but it, no, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about that. Nobody, nobody. No, nobody cares. Harrison Barnes couldn't make a wide open shot to save his life. But no, nobody cares about that. <sighs> People are saying if Steph gets a finals MVP, that this would put him into the top 10 and ha- ha elevate him to another tier. And, you know, all that uh, another level of greatness. And I can understand why, you know, the casual person feels that way. But in my opinion. Steph's already there. Steph's already the greatest point guard to ever play. Like I, I'm, eh, eh. Take you know, do what you want with that. I I, I don't care. Steph Curry is the greatest point guard that's ever played. Um, Magic, you know you Magic did kind of have that for a while, but it just kind of depends on what you value, which I find funny because, you know, obviously the LeBron fans are the ones that don't want to give Steph his just due, but I find it funny because the basis of most of their argument comes from stats, and if we want to use stats and longevity, then John Stockton is blowing Magic Johnson out the fucking water, and and john stockton would be a two-time champion if there wasn't this guy michael jordan so let's just let's 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 just not ignore that i mean there's no shame in if you're not a champion because you were playing in jordan's era that that that, there's no shame in that um meanwhile you know in the quote-unquote lebron era everybody um got championships anyway um does stephanie finals mvp i don't think so but you know I would love to see it happen. Um, I don't think that it's going to it's just a cherry on the top of a great career, Um, but he should have he should have at least one by now. And honestly, I would make the case that he deserves one of those 2017 or 18. I mean, look, the other team was more focused on guarding Steph than they were Kevin Durant. If you're somebody of Kevin Durant's caliber. And really the Warriors just needed Harrison Barnes to not shoot 25% from uncontested shots. And they would have won in 2016. So if you replace that guy with Kevin Durant, uh, you know, the notion that they couldn't beat them, they needed Kevin Durant to beat them when they lost by four in game seven and were injured. But whatever, whatever. I I don't need to. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to dwell on that. It is what it is. The story needed to go the way that it did. Um... Heavy storytelling in the NBA. Now, I want to talk about real quick and I'll end this. Um, well, actually, actually, I'm I'm not going to speak on this right now because I want this one to be kind of short, but I've been thinking recently. I'm obviously partial pause just in case, but I'm obviously partial to Usher. But would Usher be Chris Brown in a versus? I know it sounds crazy to say Usher definitely has like some iconic just just hits bangers like automatic points. But I think Chris has the longevity, well, not the longevity. I think Chris has the top to bottom. I think Chris top to bottom has a better catalog, maybe that's just me, maybe that's just me I mean like ushers hits, usher's number ones like those are solidified, but against the right song, you gotta have some questions, but I do think I do think chris Chris Bell could hold his own on the surface in my oh no, that's fourteen five, or fourteen six fifteen five seventeen three, but I think if you actually look at it, Chris. Chris could make some noise, but yeah, I don't want to, this ain't about that right now. That's the NBA Finals. So my X factors for the NBA Finals. For the Boston Celtics to succeed and win this championship, I think it is going to be heavily predicated on Jalen Brown. Obviously, that's not saying he's the best player, but we expect Jason Tatum to do what he's supposed to do. We like if Jason Tatum were to average thirty 6. six in the finals like nobody would be like oh damn he overachieved like nah like that's kind of what we expect from the best player which is the reason why a lot of people say Steph has came up short in the finals because he doesn't give you that 39 eight or whatever so you know I, I think Jalen's I'm sorry I think Jason is going to be Jason Tatum I think for the Celtics to win Jalen Brown is going to have to continue to be the Jalen Brown that I saw throughout this playoffs Um, I was really low on him earlier in his career. Um, And, you know, for most parts, uh, hell, even this season. But Jalen Brown has really come to life. And I'm actually pretty impressed with the player that he's become and players that he's becoming. So uh, I I am concerned. I mean, the Warriors, I mean, they definitely have some people that should be able to, you know, stay in front of them. But I'm definitely concerned about that. Um, And then the X factor for the Warriors. I have to cheat and I have to I have to say two people. Um, one I, and again, same thing. Like obviously, we ex- I expect Steph to be Steph. So like, yeah, whatever. I think Clay. If Clay is able to, if Clay averages twenty in the finals, like it's, it's set in stone. They're winning a championship. Like if Clay can average twenty to twenty five, they'll win in five. They'll win in five. If Clay can average twenty to twenty five. Uh, but Clay more than likely like, uh, you know, he's just a light skinned J.R. Smith. So, I mean, he's surely going to have a game of like 12 points in there. He'll probably have an 18. He'll probably have like a 16, a 21 and then like a 44. You know what I mean? You know how Clay is. Um, and another major X factor for me for the Warriors, I have to say, is Jordan Poole. Reason why I'm saying Jordan Poole is because I think Marcus Smart's going to be spending a lot of time, energy and effort on stiff as you know, we all expect for him to Uh, Jalen Brown, I was probably going to be on a a clay Uh, and Jordan Poole. I mean, he's in there with that unit pretty often, but he does also still come off the bench and um, he is going to eat Derek White and Peyton Pritchard alive. Mostly Peyton Pritchard, but I don't think Peyton Pritchard is going to be able to play too much um, because of what Jordan Poole will be able to do to him. Now, Derek White, they say he's a good defender. All right, cool. All I know is Derek White, outside of game six and seven against the Heat, game six and seven was the first time I seen this nigga make a wide open three. I swear to God, that's the first time I've seen this nigga make a wide open three. This nigga was worse than fucking Harrison Barnes. If this nigga would make wide open threes, that series would have went five games. Um, I'm so done with Derek fucking White. That Oh, my God, I hate that nigga. I really do. I really, really, really do. Um, So anyway, I think Jordan Poole's going to eat him alive. Um, and then Clay, obviously, if Clay is able to, you know, be a actual second fiddle, Because, I mean, we give Clay that credit because of how well he shoots the ball, but when you actually look at it, you're just like, yeah, Clay, like, you really just not, you really, really not that different than J.R. Smith. The difference between Clay Thompson and J.R. Smith is their usage, or, like, the shots, like, the number of shots that they take. Because, like, I mean, J.R. Smith, like, yeah, he'll, he'll take 15 threes in a game, but... There were also times LeBron be like, all right, I'm not gonna pass this nigga the ball because I know this nigga's gonna shoot. So I'm gonna do anything else with it. Steph and the Warriors, they're not like that. They they're gonna move the ball to whoever's open and let that person take that shot. And it might just happen to be Clay. Uh so yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, that's what I think. Again, I'm saying it again for the record. The Warriors are winning in six. They're winning the two games at home, and, and I'm 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 so confident. Again, rub it in my face if I'm wrong. Um, anybody, anybody that wants anybody that hears this before tip off today, that wants to put some money on the Celtics winning, please hit me, hit my line, hit my line, DM me, whatever. Game one, oh that's the hey, <laughs> I'll I, come on now. This that, that this is a wrap. This is a wrap. This is happening. They're going to go up one. they're going to win game two. They're going to go to Boston. They're going to lose both games in Boston, games three and four. They are going to come back to the Chase Center. They're going to win game five and they're going to win game six. Book it. Talk to you all later tonight.